The following program is a paid commercial, which has been paid for by the advertiser, whose products and or services are featured in this program. Mindful of your health. Sponsored by Emergence Health Network. Hi, everyone. I'm Noreen Hadamio, your host for this EHN Mindful of Your Health podcast podcast. Thank you for joining us. Now, I also want to welcome Cedric Deal. He is a licensed professional counselor for our EHN school-based programs. And we've invited you because um, we're in, in February, we're heading into spring, and we're getting ready uh, students for that spring semester, that, that final semester. We're talking about high school seniors, college students, and this can be, for some of them, a very stressful time. So we wanted to address some issues so that we can help them. So we want to start off with our high school seniors. Uh, what are some of the emotions that, that, that we could be, they could be dealing with at this time? Yes, I think right now a lot of them are going through some bittersweet emotions, right? right. Um, some of the happy ones are, oh my gosh, all of our friends are going to cross the line <laughs> together, right? And for some of them, that bittersweet part of it, that bitter part is, next thing I know I'm going to blink and then I'm graduating and everything changes. So a lot of these emotions are related to that, right? They're going to have a big change in their academic lives, their, in regards to their friendships, even their environments, right? Some of them may go off to colleges or work. And so some of them are experiencing feelings of stress. Some of them are feeling feelings of sadness. Some of them feel very uncertain about what's the next step for them. And so there's all these emotions that they're really having to try to navigate while they're going into that final stretch in school. I know. So my daughter's a senior this year, right? And I've heard her say more than once, uh, Mom, I don't want to be an adult. So that that runs along the lines of what you're talking about, right? They exactly. feel like, oh my gosh, in a, in a split second, I have to be an adult. Exactly. Uh, but that's not necessarily the case, right? Mm -hmm. we, exactly. can, we can kind of ease them into it. Um, so some of the kids might be thinking, you know, um, college, worried about college, leaving home, like you mentioned. Um, and this may not happen until the summer, but they're stressing about it already. Correct. So as parents, what can we do to, to help them out? So I think what's important for parents is to just lend an active listening ear. Okay. And what I mean by that is not to listen to respond, but rather listen to hear your child. And that sounds a little hard to do sometimes, right? Because we feel like we need to have all the answers sometimes. And with college and preparing to get clearance, a lot of parents may not be familiar with that. Yep. They may not know how to do FAFSA or to help their child um, go with college admissions and all of that. So just listening to them, saying, you know what, I can hear how you're feeling frustrated. And now what can I do to help you? Is it maybe going for a walk together? Is it maybe mm -hmm. spending time as a family together? Things that you can do in that moment to help your child feel better. Okay, so you made me think of something. As a parent, you're right. Your immediate response is, uh, let me let me help you let me do it but we also need to make we want to make sure it gets done we don't want to stress them out we want to alleviate that stress but we got to make sure that they're doing their part too Correct. right mm -hmm. uh so how do we find that balance i think it's when you can rely on the school on that part because okay. in schools they have academic advisors they have college advisors and so just making sure you're really in tune with that you know the college advisor from my understanding is they help them walk through the process of fafsa Okay. which is financial aid. And they also help them through the process of going to apply Texas and applying for colleges and making sure they have their SAT score. Yep. And so really communication is key. 
because if you know that all those boxes have been checked then you can help your child kind of relax a little bit more like i know you've done everything you need to do and now let's relax and let the time kind of pass and just continue doing your best at school okay how about for those um students high school students that don't know what they're gonna do mm -hmm. they're they they're not really they think you know maybe college material do i go into the military do i start working what am i gonna do what Oh my gosh, just talking about it's giving me kind of like stressed out. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I think for those students, um, it's very helpful for them to just talk about it. Okay. Because there's so much pressure sometimes from the school to say college this, college centered. But we do have technical schools, we have culinary programs, we have cosmetology. For some, they might find their calling with um, working with animals, you know, and so they haven't had that chance to really explore in high school maybe some of those options. So being there for them as parents and as a community to give them those opportunities to explore once they're done with high school, you know, okay. and letting them know that, that stress is valid those feelings are valid let's help you through those and let's see what we can explore together that may help you later okay i like that okay how important you briefly talked about this when you talked about going on a walk but how important is self-care for these students and what are some activities that they could do you know to help themselves um understand that self-care can really help with the stress. Yeah, self-care is very important. I think that in high school, especially right now in this home stretch, a lot of them aren't thinking about what can I do to take a step back and breathe. And so self-care is central to everybody, right? We need time to have a pause for our brains to kind of step back and recharge. And so some things that high schoolers can do that they don't necessarily think about right now is to right. take a break. It may okay. sound a little odd for some high schoolers, but if you're studying for a final exam, for example, take a 15 minute break. Go walk your dog for 15 minutes. Go take a breather for 15 minutes. Recenter yourself so that frustration level can come down. Okay. And then you can continue working on whatever you're working on. Okay, uh, thought of another question. So we might have the, the students who are showing that they're stressed out. You know, they're, they're, they're showing those signs, they're stressed out, maybe they're wanting to talk, maybe they're crying. I, you know, a lot of different ways. But should we also watch out and, and ask how they're doing for those kids that seem to have everything in order? Yes, I think that that is very important. Okay. Um, some parents and even teachers think, oh, this child looks like they're doing great, but sometimes they still need to hear, hey, I'm here for you. If you need okay. to talk, I'm here. I'm in ear, and whatever you need to vent, I can listen to. Um, I think that sometimes they get overlooked because we're like, they're 100%, they're doing great. And then in reality, maybe they are struggling. And so again, it's just that active listening to hear what's going on with them. Okay. So is there a balance and how do we find that balance between getting through it, but still enjoying this last push to get through high school? So I think really it comes down to preparation. So right now is a good time for them to start preparing. And I think checklists are great, right? Okay. What do I need to do to get ready? Um, especially, I think it's usually May or June when they start to clear. So have I applied to colleges? Have I done my FAFSA? If they're not going to a college, have I applied for technical schools? Okay. Have I looked into maybe joining in um, a trade school, uh, volunteering in a field that I'm interested in? And that kind of helps alleviate some of that uncertainty, right? If they go volunteer and they're like, oh, I really like this field, then maybe that'll help them after graduation. And so they can start balancing that out now. So once they get to prom, once they get to those fun events, they can enjoy it. They're not stressed out. They're not in that mode of, I have to do this now and I can enjoy my fun time okay. and my last part of senior year. Cedric, I love you. <laughs> your, your advice is, is super awesome. Yeah. Okay, so a part of, you know, that last push mm -hmm. is is tests. Maybe some of the high school kids are, are doing, you know, I got to do my SAT again. I got to mm -hmm. get that score up. 
uh, maybe for college kids, yes. you know, the final exams, you know, they have a whole other set of worries of really yes. becoming an adult, right? Mm -hmm. So test anxiety, and I know we've briefly talked about this before, but I, I think it's so important that we mention it again. Um, what is it and, and how does it impact yeah. a, a student? Yeah, so test anxiety is a form of a performance anxiety, right? So you start to get anxious because you feel like you should perform a certain type of way on your exam. Mm -hmm. So for example, for seniors, it's their final exam so that they can graduate. And then for college students, it's also their finals, right? A little bit different because they may have more of them at the same time. Um, but really, it's them going through that process of saying, all of my academic achievements are going to be reflected so I can graduate. Right. And so some ways that they can kind of start to reduce that stress and, and really work through it is again planning. I think it's very, very important. If you know that you're not really great in math, then maybe we need to spend more time on that math homework and tutoring. And so really just taking that step back and being aware that this third and final exam is going to cause more stress in you. You know, and some symptoms and things that you'll notice when you have that test anxiety is you may feel, I don't know if you ever heard maybe one of your kids say this, that they just wrote their name down and then everything else was a blur. Okay. And so a lot of kids will say that sometimes. And then they're like, boom, time's up. <laughs> Before they know it, you don't have any more time and you haven't done anything. Exactly. Right. Okay. And so that is a form and a sign of test anxiety. Okay. Um, some other things that can happen is very similar to like a stress and anxiety attack is you start to get really nervous. Maybe your chest starts to tighten. You can't breathe. Mm -hmm. Your heart's beating. Some of them may be shaking. And that maybe teachers can notice too if they're tapping their feet a lot, moving a lot, their pencils shaking. Right. So these are symptoms and signs that they can notice and also the students can notice to kind of say, hey, maybe this is a problem. Now I need to start working on ways to help myself when I do experience it. Okay, so what are ways that they could help themselves maybe the night before and then the day of? Perfect. Yeah, so the night before, I think really what's important is a lot of sleep. You need to get a nice rest. Your brain may be already thinking about it. All these kind of thoughts are popping into your head, and it's hard to kind of shut them down sometimes when you're worrying about tests. Okay. And so trying to get a nice sleep. And so part of that may be saying, hey, I need to go for a walk before I go to bed. Okay. I need to get my body a little bit tired so that my mind can rest. Um, and then the day before, so in the morning, just eating a really nice meal. Breakfast is super important. It matters, yeah. It really does. These nutrients are important for our brains. Okay. We need that to kind of propel us through our exams. Okay, perfect. How about the day of? And I know uh, Candice and I, uh, right here at KFOX, uh, we learned that breathing technique. Anything else that you can give us, some tangible help that will, will help the, the day of, or maybe right before? Yeah, so one thing that um, they can do, of course, breathing is great, right? Another one is thinking of a triangle. Okay. So you would do three breaths in through your nose for three seconds, and you would go up the triangle like that. One, two, three. Hold it for three seconds, going down the triangle. One, two, three. And then across would be exhaling. One, two, three. Okay. That's something that they can do before and also during. Um, they don't have to actually physically right. do the triangle, which is great. <laughs> um, another thing during the test is just working on your five senses. So one thing I like to do is what are five things you can see? Okay. Now, a lot of times you're not going to be able to get up out of your chair when you're taking an important exam. So what are five okay. things you can see and maybe you've you never noticed around. before? Exactly. Um, you can say, hey, I noticed that on my pencil, my eraser is broken. And I just really never noticed. I was so nervous. Okay. <laughs> Another thing would be four things that you can um, hear around you. Now, I know it may be hard in a quiet room, but sometimes you can hear like the air conditioner. You can hear somebody tapping their foot. Just really allowing your senses to in tune with you in that moment. Okay. The next thing could be three things you can touch. And that one, a lot of kids love because they're like, oh, I can touch my paper and it feels colder. Okay. I can roll the pencil in my hands and it feels very smooth. Okay. The next thing is two things you can smell. Now, that one's a little harder in a testing okay. environment, but I recommend usually like put a cream on right before your exam oh, if you know you're going to be nervous. 
oh, I love the smell of mint. So I'm going to use some mint lotion. Hey, so during that, idea. I can smell it and I start feeling a little bit better. Okay. And the last one would be one thing you can taste. Usually they're allowed like water, <laughs> okay. uh, maybe some type of Gatorade or something. So I say, how does that feel? Is it cold when you're swallowing the water? Does it feel, um, is it warm? You know, yeah. is it something unexpected? You're like, oh no, I thought it was cold. Yeah. <laughs> and so those things really help our mind to have a break and then we can get back into our exam. Okay. And one way, I, I love those. Um, so if you take away anything from this, this podcast, podcast, <laughs> it's that. But real quick, does that help with... Um, it kind of like gets your mind off of being nervous because your mind now is concentrating on something else? Correct, yes. Okay. So a lot of times these racing thoughts start to come up, right? Okay. So you hear, I'm worried about the test, am I gonna mm -hmm. perform well? And all these thoughts keep going and we're telling our brain, hey, let's take a break, let's focus using our five senses, recenter back to this moment, and then let's start working again on our okay. exam. And obviously helpful tips for students, but I'm thinking no matter what age you are, those tips that you just gave are super awesome. Okay, before we run out of time, I, I had a question that popped into my mind um, that has to do, we, we re talked about high school kids, maybe they don't know what they want to do. Yes. Uh, even, you know, it's like, what degree are you getting? Where are you going into? And a lot of kids don't know, like, I don't know what I want to do like 10 years from now. Mm -hmm. Like, what should we do as parents to say, hey, you know, it's okay not to know what you're your plan is. The plan is you're going to go to college and then we're going to kind of figure it out. Mm -hmm. Or the plan is you're going to get a job, but that doesn't mean you can't go to college later. So how can we help as parents in that realm? Yeah, I like how you said that, right? Making okay. it not as finite, right? So they don't feel like it's an end all be all. Okay. A lot of kids that I work with feel like if I say I have to do this degree, I have to stay. If I decide I want to go work, I have to work. But as parents, we can encourage them and say, that's your process. Everybody has a journey, almost like a story, right? right. Your chapter may involve trying this out now and it may change later. Okay. And just allowing them to understand that they have that support through this process because it is a big life decision. Right. And we're asking sometimes 17 or 18 year olds to make that. And it's very difficult at times. Okay. Did you always know that you wanted to be a therapist? I did. You did. I knew right away. <laughs> you were one of the lucky ones. That was ones. my thing. Okay. Yes. <laughs> well, you're very good at it, uh, Cedric. Very good at it. Okay. Finally, mm -hmm. as a parent, um, how do we know if these some of these issues and emotions you've been talking about are at a level that, that might need a little bit more help, maybe to see a therapist. Yes, so I would look for signs that it's interrupting their day-to-day -day activities and schedule. Okay. So if you notice that your child is not talking to their friends anymore, is very reserved at home, maybe mm -hmm. they just go to their room and you're noticing they're sleeping a lot, or they're waking up a lot. Let's say they're waking up at one in the morning and they stay up to like three. Okay. Then these may be signs that we need more help, right? Okay. Um, some other things that we may notice is eating habits change drastically. Maybe they're not eating at all anymore, but a snack or chips or something like that. Those are signs that we can look out for and be like, hmm, maybe there's something going on there. Okay. And they're not comfortable telling us, but maybe we need to get professional help so that we can make sure everything's good. Okay. Well, again, thank you very much. Uh, you're one of my favorite guests. I love when you come on. So we're going to we're going to think of something else that you could talk to us thank about. You. But uh, thank you very much. And, and thank you guys for being with us. And please let other parents and students know that this is available so that they can get those helpful tips from you as well. Perfect. Thank you so Alrighty, much Thank you. We're going to see you next time. We are Emergence Health Network, caring for our community for more than 55 years. Our mental health professionals provide trauma-informed care through our 24-hour crisis services, children and adult outpatient clinics, substance use treatment programs, assistance for our military, and programs to help individuals with developmental disabilities. Through community collaborations, we have also worked to expand behavioral health access in our schools and on our streets. At EHN, we are committed to your mental well-being. This is us, working for you.
Thank you for letting us be mindful of your health. Brought to you by Emergence Health Network. We'll see you next time. The preceding program was a paid commercial, which has been paid for by the advertiser, whose products and or services are featured in this program.